0: Paul and Angie Lingzo, founders of the Lingzo Fitness Academy, bring you The Missing Piece. Mission, mindset, and mechanics for your complete transformation. As creators of the Anti-Diet Mindset Reprogram, Paul and Angie have all the missing pieces you need to make the leap to your best life. Welcome to The Missing Piece. Welcome back to The Missing Piece, everybody. I'm here with Angie today, again. And <laughs> as pretty much always, occasionally I do a solo episode. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Today we're going to talk about the old Greek adage, know thyself. And how important it is to know who you are, have a literally have a relationship with yourself. And how that, you know, in a couple of specific areas of how that bleeds in everyday life and makes everything specifically this fitness thing, but also business easier. So before we get into that, I want to make sure that you head on over to missingpeacepodcast.com. By the time this podcast airs, I'm going to have a link up there for Angie's YouTube channel, all right, on uh, missingpeacepodcast.com. Hit that, subscribe. She's super fired up about it. That's going to be an amazing resource for nutrition going forward. But of course, of course, also on Missing Peace Podcast, we've got our Facebook group. We've got um, our Instagrams. We've got all the ways that you can stay in touch with us and hear what we got going on outside the podcast. And of course, as always, leave a review, drop a review. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right. So now we are talking about know thyself. And, you know, this is, this is kind of tricky because, you know, it's like we are something. There is a core nature of who we are, but we're also always evolving as well. And I would say that over the last several years in particular, my evolution has actually been bringing me closer and closer to the core value of who I was to begin with. So it's almost like we were born as these innocent little babies. And then there's all sorts of little, um, not little, there's all sorts of societal conditioning that impacts the way we think that impacts the way we filter information. And we become this sort of combination of, you know, who we are in our soul and in, in some of the beliefs that we've taken on. And that if if those so here's here's where it gets sticky sometimes you take on beliefs and you don't question them and then when you are living in alignment with beliefs that aren't really in alignment with who you are but you've sort of subconsciously taken them on because of any sort of societal or family conditioning it can lead to a massive cognitive dissonance and you don't even know why you feel so much stress or why you feel so much anxiety or quite frankly, why you feel so freaking dead inside. But if you can get down to who you are and what's really important for you and what you stand for, you can begin to construct your life in such a way that is going to be infinitely more fulfilling (laughs) Um, because you're going to be able to match your behaviors with really your core desires of who you are. How's that sound, Ange?
1: That sounds good.
0: Yeah, all right. Well, sounds when, real good. Sounds real good, right? When it comes to knowing thyself, I here's the thing. I really look at it as two things. I look at it as values. What are what are your specific values and what are your specific desires? You really have to those two things really make up who you are. Because values is sort of like what are you going to how are you going to contribute to the world? What is the framework within which you will contribute to the world and desires? Like what is specifically been put on your heart to go out and, and accomplish using that value set and accomplish might even be a strong word, but just what are you going to do with your time here? What do you want to do with your time here? And that's a unique blueprint for you in pursuing that desire and bringing that create creative endeavor into fruition is the number one thing you can do. So you, so if you don't do those, if you, so if you don't really have or know your own core values and you are living in a place where you think the, the desires of your heart are silly and don't matter. And so you just stuff them down to be responsible and productive and blah, 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 blah. You end up in this place where you're living. You're, you're just an amalgamation of everybody else. And, you're, you're just kind of floating, right? You're just kind of floating through life, on not even on autopilot, on somebody else's autopilot, you know. And so, maybe this is skewing a little bit for me, but like when I really sat down and like, tr- and, and, and mapped out my core intentions, what it came—the driving intention of my entire life—I realized was intention. That all of my anxiety, all of my stress. All of the, any of the cognitive dissonance I feel comes down to times when I'm being reactive. And so that was an important framework for me. And, and when I really realized it and brought that value, it's going to be different for you, right? You're probably sitting here going like, yeah, that makes sense. Of course that makes sense. But that doesn't necessarily mean that's what something else might come up for you, but I'm just sharing my own. But It frames every second of every day that I'm alive. Because I'm just like, man, I am, you know, (laughs) I guess, I guess maybe this is just something that happens when you get older. I'm like, man, I'm so lucky to be alive. I cannot, I cannot fathom all the opportunities that are available to me every single day. And I just can't let any of it go. I can't waste a single second, a single hour, a single day. I just don't want to. I wanted to be so intentional about how I spend my time. And what's cool about that is... What's cool about that is, you know... It doesn't mean I'm always working. What it means is when I'm working, I'm working. And when I'm... What's the opposite of that? When I'm recreating. (laughs) (laughs) I'm being 100% recreational. For a long time before I had this figured out, I was always working and wishing I was chilling and I was chilling thinking about work and now I'm so intentional about it it kind of bleeds over into time management it bleeds over into discipline but I know exactly what I want to get out of every hour of every day and it informs all my choices and it creates so much clarity and so much structure for my life it's unbelievable and now now that I know that I'm able to use that intention to look at what do I really want to do with that intention? What are my intentions? What are my desires? What do I want to bring in the world? What do I want to make out of this life? And that makes it so much easier to let go of things that seem like a good, that make sense, seem like good ideas to let them go into full on attack the things that seem kind of crazy to most people, but it doesn't matter because that's what's written on my, like that's what's written on my heart and doing those things and being that person is, what's actually going to make me feel alive. So if you can bring a full circle back to the core value of intention, my intention on this earth is literally just to feel alive, mm-hmm. to feel alive, you know, because I've I've felt dead before. As, as I'm sure most people who've yeah. had a career have felt that, like, man, this is it. Like, this is it. Get the Sunday blues, work another work week, get a paycheck that's not really enough. It might be growing, but it's not really enough, and then you just spend a bunch of it to to, to numb out on the weekends. You know, that that's not how I wanted to navigate. I didn't want that feeling. I wanted to feel alive like I was creating something. And what's cool about that, what's so powerful about this frame is that when you do these things, when you create values for yourself, when you make it a point to live out the desires of your heart, it gives everybody around you permission to do the same. So in a way, it is the most important thing you can do. Because now you've got a whole bunch of other people who are saying, hey, look, he does whatever he wants. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. You can take that however you want. But look, he's living from a place of desire. Paul is. Angie is. I can do that too. And now and now you've created a really positive ripple effect on the world. Whereas the opposite's also true. If If you have the great American novel inside of you doesn't do, anybody, doesn't do anybody any good if you never bring it to fruition because you are too busy being sensible. You know? If you have, you know, the next big philosophical or scientific breakthrough, but you never pursue them because you, you got a good job where you're at. The benefits are good. 401k matching, how can you leave that behind? I mean, that's ridiculous. And that's the whole concept of like that's the whole concept I've been talking about recently, which I think just frames everything in my life, is when you stop worrying about everything adding up, it creates room for, for multiplication. Mm-hmm. It creates room for things to multiply. And um and that's what it is. Multiplication is so much obviously as anybody who has math knows, it's so much more powerful than addition. You can create greater and greater numbers and much quicker, right? So, <clears throat> now, where we're going with it is, okay, it's values and it's desire. It's values and desire. If you create those values first, that sets the framework. That's sort of like the how Whereas the desire would be the what. And if you're clear on those two things, this is how I'm going to navigate the world. And my desire is this is what I want to do. Then you can go out and do it. Now, the common problems that people have with getting in shape, with their business, with with everything. What does it come down to, Angie? What time? Discipline? Right? Money?
1: Motivation.
0: Motivation? All these things melt away. It doesn't take me any discipline to sit here and do this podcast. I make time for it. I was spending the time regardless for the year, two years I kicked around starting a podcast before this. When I gave myself permission to live from a place of desire and do something that didn't immediately add up. That excuse went away. Boundaries are another issue people have. They cannot say no, right? They can't say no to their boss, their friends, their family, whatever, because they're worried about whatever they're worried about, letting people down, looking bad, this, that, the other thing. But if you're solid in your values and you know what you're trying to do, how much easier is it to just let go of anything that doesn't navigate or that doesn't align with that? How much easier is it to navigate the workplace and social settings when you are playing your game and your frame is strong and you know what you want and you're going after? You no longer have to worry about influencing people or worrying about what other people think. Because when you have that strong of a frame, the right people are going to jump right on board with you.
1: You are influencing in a massively powerful way. Yes. You didn't even know it was possible. Yeah. Well, kind of think about what you were just saying with the framework mm-hmm. and how yours is, you know, value, desire and mm-hmm. getting intentional. Mm-hmm. And I feel like anyone that's listening, like they're going to be like, yep, intention. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize this until we had the boys and what I wanted to make sure that any desire that I had or value aligning to it. I, obviously, I want to feel alive every day. And that makes sense, right? You you want to feel lit up. I look at them and how playful and innocent and fun <laughs> life mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. And that's where I like took a step back and I'm like, when did life stop being fun sometimes? Right. When mm-hmm. did it have to be so, you know, well, I would make it hard mm-hmm. on myself and I would make it busy and I would make it stressful. And I was like, they are just the prime example of how. I'm going to live my life, right? I want things that I do to feel like when I was a kid, I want it to be playful. I want it to be creative and imagine what's possible. And, and they're just like, look at your kids, right? If you're listening and you have kids, just look at how they can get so excited about the smallest things and how Mm -hmm. life is just so easy and fun for them. Like, That's like my intention. Like if I'm going to say yes to something or start something new or commit to it and give it the time and effort, I'm going to make it fun. Even if it does have a lot of moving parts, like creating this YouTube channel, that was a lot of work and it's going to be a lot of work. But my gosh, is it fun? Mm -hmm. And that makes sense. Yeah. Because it's playful and fun for me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, and Rachel said it too. So Rachel was our our videographer and, and, and longtime friend who came down to help us with that. And, you know, we're like, well, I mean, I know that was a vacation for you or, you know, time right. away from work. She but you took were,
1: off a week to come be with but us. But you
0: were working, you know? And she was like, yeah, but I feel refreshed. You know what I mean? She's like, I enjoy this. And that's, that's ultimately where you want to be. And, you know, I think another sticking point for a lot of people is that they think that it's all or nothing. Right. It's either you're in a, you know, soul sucking corporate world or you're like running a coffee shop on, you know, that does like fair trade organic coffee. Right. Like, they, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like they think it's one or the other. And yeah, you just find your area that makes sense for you. I read this great book. I think it was called Love Does. I think this is the book I'm talking about. I think I read it a long time ago, but he, he was a lawyer. Right. And he was like, yeah, I'm a lawyer. He's like, it's sponsor. Or he's like, it sponsors my true passion, which was like, I don't know, something in Africa, like some charity in Africa. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And so he he's like, yeah, it's awesome. Like I, I'm a lawyer and, and and that funds that provides the money in, in all the things that I need to go out and do this other thing that I freaking love. And I love the way that he looked at it. He's like, because, yeah, I mean, that's, that's perfect, right? Some, that's how some people are going to operate. Some people will make a business, you know, out of things like we have. Some people, it'll be a hobby. So it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how you do it. It's That's for you to figure out. And that's going to change over time, too. The point is to do things that make you feel alive. Yeah. You know, and if you, if you are physically unable to wake up every day and have something to get excited about, I would take a hard look at what you want to get out of life. And if you're living by your core values and you're going to be like, I don't have core values. Well, that's the issue, right? Core values, man, it's it's so it's like corporate speak right and it's just kind of bullshit right they say things like honor and integrity do the right thing like okay who wouldn't who wouldn't li- who wouldn't agree with those values that doesn't fire you up because it's a price of admission it's a baseline base level like i hope you do things honorably right you got to you got to find you got to find the things where you're like that's it. And it's, it, and I, 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 a great resource that I used was a book that my friend, Tom, Todd Bumgardner put together about finding your personal core values. And there was a ton of great, like kind of journaling exercises and stuff in there. That's, that's how I came up. That's how I really got clear on it for the first time and came up with intentionality. But, um, that's it, man.
1: Well, and how you were just saying, you know, when you wake up, what's like, what do you think about first? Mm-hmm. Right. Are you excited or are you not So one of our coaches, it's a kind of a different spin. He says, you know, write questions to yourself before bed or whatever that you want to resolve. But I've taken a little bit further. So I use my notes on my phone. I should probably just put a notebook by the bed. But when I wake up, whatever the first thought is that comes to my head, I write it down in Mm -hmm. my notes. And I ask myself, is that one making me feel alive or is that thought not, you know, Mm -hmm. resourceful? And it's been a cool exercise for myself because it also helps me to understand what I truly value. Mm. You do a lot of thinking when you're sleeping.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, your, your brain is literally solidifying all your thoughts. For a really
1: long period of time. Mm -hmm. And so it's interesting. Like I'll ask, you know, some of our friends or clients, I'll be like, what's the first thought that pops into your head in the morning. Right. And if it's one that is not productive, it's a good exercise to take a look at. Well, what is it that you're missing? What is it that you're not doing for yourself that you're not going after that you want? Mm-hmm. So it's just an easy little exercise to do. And then all of a sudden you're just going to start stacking thoughts upon thoughts when you wake up that are super positive and exciting.
0: Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and, and yeah. And more importantly, you're probably going to give yourself a little bit more permission to go after those things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, so many times. I guess that's that's the the two-sided coin is that like we know what we know maybe what we want to do that makes us feel alive we know what gets us excited but we push it down cuz it's stupid cuz it doesn't make sense it doesn't add up don't have time for that and so because we keep pushing it down we think about it less and less right yeah but what if we could give ourselves permission to even just be like, hey, I want to do something that's fun. And then start thinking of all the fun things that we want to do. And now it's always that the fun is always at the top of your brain. Excitement is always at the top of your brain. And even if you're at a soul sucking corporate job. If you are excited to be alive, you're going to do better in that job. Yeah. And the job is going to become less soul sucking because you're going to be lifting up everybody around you to make your environment better.
1: Yeah, like I've been having some really exciting YouTube dreams right now.
0: Because, <laughs> <laughs>
1: seriously.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But that's because I'm excited and I'm thinking about it. So I'm letting my brain get creative with it. Yeah, so.
0: yeah that's awesome. So the, the point is, you know, the point is simply all the excuses, all the reasons, all the obstacles that folks are faced with when it comes to Anything, fitness, right? But fitness is just a parallel for life. Time, money, boundaries, you know, um, saying no, having a a poor environment that's not conducive to what we want. All these things that melts away if you get clear on your values, which are going to help determine how the rules that you set for yourself, the rules of engagement for how you're going to navigate life. And you give yourself permission to really look into your heart and see what you desire and go after what you want. That's going to give you the what. What am I going to do with my life? So it's like values are how. It's the framework. Desire is what. What am I going to go do? And any obstacle that comes up is just easily swatted away by those things. Oh, nope, those don't fit into my values. That's not how I, that. that's doing that is not in alignment with my desire. Boom, boom, boom. And you just swat them away. It just doesn't matter anymore. Even adversity. Setbacks. I mean what am I gonna do? Just stop? Of course you're not gonna stop, not when you have that strong of a framework. So anyway, that's that's the deal folks. That's what we got for today. I'll talk to you next time.